Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 52. Happy first year anniversary. Not happy Ray Lewis episode. I don't know who that is. He was a football player. Oh, okay. Happy somebody Lewis football player. Yeah, one year. High five, man. Yeah, we did it. We did one one whole year, even though it's definitely been over a year. It has been over a year, but we've taken time off, you know, your job and like vacations and stuff. So now 52 is officially we've been doing this for one year. And what a blessing. (laughs) (laughs) You're a little loopy today. I know. It's my first day back to work. And? Ah, sorry. We're not going to talk about it. We're going to have fun times. Not going to talk about your injured back. I know. I've, yeah. An injured back where it caused you to miss a movie. I know, Jack. I'm really devastated about it. I just didn't think I could sit in a movie chair for that long. So last night I took like CBD and Advil and it was it was okay if I'm laying and it's okay if I'm walking. And it's just the sitting. Like what I'm doing right now. Just It's a little. Because it's my low, low back. So it's just hard to sit because I feel like everything gets smushed. So tell me about the movie, Jack. I will give you a preface that I started watching a TV show at the perfect time. Okay. I started watching Kim's Convenience. Okay. Which is a great CBC show starring Simu Liu, who okay. is the star of Shang-Chi, The nice. Legend of the Ten Rings. I didn't even think about going to see this movie, but I just saw the show on Netflix and I was like, I knew my girlfriend had watched like the first season. So I'm like, let's just start watching this because we had been working so much that we realized we didn't have any shows we were watching. Yeah, you guys work a lot, so. But now I'm, I'm a little more energized. I've had a few days off, started school, so be focused more on school than work. Got a couple couple things in the works that I, I mean, I probably won't announce on here, but that'll be exciting. S- starting and working on. Nice. Uh, so yeah, the movie overall, obviously I won't give any spoilers, but the the best part was the actual Actually, no, the movie was really good. But the theater experience being back. I know mm. before we had that whole what's better, seeing a movie at home or in the theaters. I'd still take watching it at home. But just the experience of being back in the theaters, yeah. the popcorn. They're very safe when you buy your tickets. You book your seats and they block off the seats next to you so no one can sit next to you. Okay, yeah. Although there was two kids that sat in someone else's seats and then uh. made fun of the seat reservation rule. Oh. You would have been really mad about it. I really would. Like, follow the goddamn rules. There are also people sitting behind us that at one point played something either in a headphone really loud or played it slightly out loud and mm-hmm. would, like... Because, like, I'll talk a little bit. Like, I'll whisper something like, oh, this is going to happen. But, like, I won't, like, actually out loud say anything. Except no. I, I did laugh at one point And, okay. like, it was a quiet scene. And okay. I just kind of, like, laughed. Okay. That's different. You're in the movie. Yeah. Like, you should not have your phone out. There shouldn't be no phones. There should be no distractions for other people around. They're paying good money to sit in a theater for a reason. So, like, everyone should just respect it. And if you don't want to follow the rules, then don't go to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just that simple, right? Yeah. The movie overall, um, probably the best CGI movie. Oh, yeah? I would say. Nice. Because it's hard to, I was saying it after, like, it's hard to compare this to, like, the first Captain America movie. It's literally a decade apart. Yeah. So the technology's definitely gotten better. But overall, great movie. I think uh, I think it's also going to be controversial because I think it'll be hard for some people to accept that it is an Asian superhero. Oh, okay. Right. But 
yeah, overall good. Funny, I just don't want to uh, say like, too much. Yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure, for sure. But you enjoyed it. Yes, there's a couple... There are a few comedy things that really work for the movie. There's one thing in particular that I, I know you'll like, and it is a good MCU callback. Okay. And Aquafina is pretty good. I love Aquafina. My only complaint, I guess I would say, is that there's like a couple points where they can swear in the movie and it just doesn't really feel like natural. Oh, okay. It Why feels is like for, for no reason. Oh, not, okay. It's not like, like every two seconds. Okay. It's like the occasional like, ah, shit. Right, right. Now this podcast is explicit. Ugh always we should just start off with our shit and always make it explicit <laughs> what the I, fuck's up <laughs> because then i never have to worry about that because i swear like all the time i know i was thinking um because dad and you are going away um i might not be able to like i don't know how i'm gonna like who i'm gonna go with because i don't know if i i don't know if he'll for sure want to go to the theater to see it so i'm like you know what I was walking last night and I was like, I'm just going to go by myself if I feel better this weekend. Go for a nice like matinee, like go for an early show. Yeah. Like, I think and that'd I'm just really going to nice. go by myself. And I think that's totally fine. And yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. If my back feels better on the weekend, I don't really have a lot of plans. Obviously I had a few and I've kind of kiboshed them because I don't know how I'm going to feel, but if I'm feeling better, I think that that's going to be my plan. It's good. And then next week we can obviously would not do spoiler yeah. review, yeah, but yeah. like I, I would love to hear what you thought about it. Good. All right. And especially the the not the one thing. There is a lot about the movie, but there is one character in it. OK. But I'd be interested to see what you think. Interesting. All right. Uh, so besides that, we've got our top 100 movie challenge, uh, Groundhog Day, Schindler's List. And then we're playing One's Gotta Go. Yes, my favorite game on our year anniversary. Yeah, especially, I think this is the first game we ever played. I feel like it is too. And yeah, it was that one that I still haunts me that I picked your Barrymore to go, right? Yeah, I'm not and, bringing that back. Okay, good. That was mean. Well, uh, I was not, whenever, whatever the last competition we had, I was nice. So I had to amp it up. Right. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess let's start with Schindler's List because that is definitely the It's the, the heavier, downer. It's d- the downer. It's kind of like I said to you, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it because I find it really um, depressing. I know it's, it is so important and there's nothing. Sorry, our dog just walked in and out of the room. Um, there's nothing. I Like, you know me. I All my books are like, I, I love historical fiction. I'm obsessed with World War II. Because I'm so fascinated that people, the inhumanity of it, right? So Nazis. You just love Nazis. I'm just fascinated that there's like people that are just like, let's get rid of a whole bunch of people. Like, I just don't understand how, how that can be. Like how, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Do your thing. So Schindler's List, 1993, both movies from 1993, uh, Directed by Steven Spielberg. This was, especially I think, obviously I don't know what it was like at this time, but I think it would have been a fascinating movie because you should have put a beeper on the back of her doing that. Um, Doing a movie like Schindler's List after he's doing like Mm E.T. and Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. Like this is, this is a pretty big swing for a director. Obviously we know how established and how amazing he is now, but doing a movie like this is was probably not the most popular and obviously not the most popular movie he's ever done. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, so it tells the story of Oscar Schindler, a uh, businessman, member of the Nazi party. He's a war profiteer. Uh, but during the Holocaust, he saved 1,200 Jews, which uh, to a lot of people, 
I'm sure a lot of people would still say that's not enough. Obviously, there were six million, and yeah. honestly, I, I still think people. I, they, to me, that's just a rough estimation. Yeah, that yeah. it could be a lot more. I for me, I think you say five people. Like I don't know. Like I think again, every life matters. So it's like just like save saving anybody. Like I don't know how you can look at him and be like twelve hundred people, especially seeing the evolution of the type of person he was. He was like the gam like not gambler, sorry. He was like a drunk womanizer. womanizer. He just was all about business and money and he didn't really care about people's lives. Like he had all these people working for him and he just paid them as little as possible and they were on poverty line and he didn't care because he was making lots of money. So I think the fact of his evolution of how he grows as a human and the fact that he gets to a point where he wants to save their people's lives should be celebrated. I mean, it's a, it's a really big deal. Right. And, and I think, you know, the turning point for him was that little girl in the red dress. So in this movie is black and white, but they do pops of color every now and then. And they have this little girl in the red jacket. Did I say dress earlier? Thank Sorry. You. It's a coat jacket coat you know one of those and so she's walking down the street amongst all like soldiers and men and whatnot and so um you know and he sees her and so remembers her especially you know the red coat whatever and then later on we see her in a like a wheelbarrow dead because they're dragging her body to some site or whatever some graveyard site and that's a click for him of just like these are people these are people like these are actual humans who deserve to live. And that's when he starts kind of making his move as well, especially with um, Ben Kingsley's character, which I don't know how to say it. Ish, uh, Itchock Stern. Uh, Itchock Stern. Yeah. How I would say that. Yeah. So he plays his accountant and he really it's a it's a slow burn of him, him kind of helping him realize, you know what needs to be done and that these are people and yeah it's he he is the voice of reason yeah that's he, a good he good. is like the call to humanity of you have this power you need to help like yeah. you cannot just let what's going around going on around you continue right right and the editing is really good i mean they did win i mean they won a lot of oscars editing was one of them and because of the way they show the the parallel of what is happening you know in this this scene it's like somebody's getting married but in this scene you know somebody's like getting hit and you know so it's just showing like the different parallels of of the life like the joy and the hate or the joy and the Mm -hmm. whatever so do you want me to roll through what they won at the oscars yeah yeah. uh so just this is just nominated uh best actor liam neeson best supporting ralph fines uh best makeup best sound and best costume design Mm -hmm. so that was just nominated they won Best Picture, Best Director, uh, Best Original Screenplay, Film Editing, Cinematography, Art Direction, and I put down uh, acronyms, but now I can't remember it's what they are. Best Music, and it was John Williams, the guy who does this. Oh, uh, Best Adapted Screenplay and Best mm-hmm. Original Score. Right. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, like, historically an amazing movie, and it's yeah. one of those... Like, if it got released today, everyone would go, ah, just an Oscar bait movie. Right, yeah. But it was so unique at that time to kind of take that swing of going, okay, we have this opening scene. We're lighting candles. It's during a Jewish prayer. And as the candles burn out, so does the color. Mm-hmm. And it's it's pretty risky and honestly probably pretty cocky to just go, you know what? We're just doing this in black and white. Yeah. Something that was just common or was the norm for so long yep. until color was brought in. 
and now just to go back like it's it's something again in this like social media age everyone would go oh what an asshole like right, right. oh you think you're so cool and unique for doing this doing this in black and white right yeah. but it is it's, but it's cool just, and unique it is showing i like the way they say though it's showing the dark world like it's just like there's no more life left and these people are like you know like clinging for life and just trying to live and being treated like not even humans, like just like, I don't even know what they're being treated as, but inhumane they're being inhumanely treated. And so I guess in this movie just to show him as he has this humanity, finally, finally, sorry, he has humanity finally. And, you know, takes it. Yeah. Shows his humanity in this very inhumane experience. I also like the the individuality, the learning who these who these people mm-hmm. were, even if we're not obviously can't be completely historically accurate. But I like instead of talking about how many people died, it's look at this little girl died. Look yeah. at these people. You get to learn and know these people. And although going into the movie, you're going to know most likely what the outcome is. Yeah. But it doesn't take away. It doesn't glorify anything that happened. It's these were real people. Mm-hmm. And this is what happened to them. It's one of those like it just does such a good job of acknowledging the story. Yeah. Yeah. And then the ending, right? When they they're they're going to Oscar Schindler's like um grave, like tombstone and then they start showing like the people and then it's like the actual people who who went through it and stuff. So it was really I know. So well done. It's just like for me that's pretty good. I think I don't you know, I feel like we've said you've said that for quite a few movies we've watched. Cause I know they it's, are they are pretty heavy. Some of them are really heavy, and I can appreciate how important they are and how well done they are. But I just don't need it in my life because it's like it's just too heavy, especially in this day and age right now that we're in, where you know we're still in a pandemic and we're still everyone's still struggling. That to watch that is even harder. Not I am not comparing <laughs> this to World War Two ever, ever, ever. But I'm just saying for the for my mental health, it's, you know, maybe not the best movie. You need you need funnier movies like Groundhog Day. Yay! Again, 1993, this time directed by Harold Ramis. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really like I had for, not forgot who he was, but I'm like, I recognize that name. So I click on it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Like I, I forgot that he oh, I was going to say yes, that. But yeah. I just meant that he passed away. That he passed years. away. Yeah. Um, so Groundhog Day, it's a self-obsessed weatherman who goes to Puxatoni, uh, for a report and then realizes the next day is the same day. Yeah. Well, he's grumpy and he's just like, he doesn't want to go there. He thinks he's above it. He hates this little town. He hates this tradition of Groundhog, whatever. So he's grumpy to everyone around him, even his producer played by Andy McDowell. And, and then he wakes up the next day and it's, repeat and what I love about this movie is it is exactly to me what you like if you were living the same day over it takes you on a journey of exactly what you think so like first he's like reckless like he's just like I'm gonna sleep with women I'm gonna drink I'm gonna be like he's just like reckless whatever right then he kind of gets bored of that and he hits like kind of the more the depression stage and then he tries to unlive himself and he tries to like just whatever like he's just like he's depressed then he tries to get the girl and he you know he keeps trying to learn things about her and then you know trying all of those things and then he starts making progress and then he starts really like kind of seeing the people around him as you know these are good people like there's nothing why are you so angry to be here and stuff right i'm 
I'm interested that you did it that way because I had it in five stages. Oh, okay. Which one did I miss? Uh, so I had the first stage of he was just trying to understand what it is. He was trying oh, to learn, yeah. learn what's happening to him and like in the most like self-obsessive way possible, just how to get himself out. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't care about why he's in it, just wants to get out. That's true. That's and true, then yeah. You're the second stage, the rebellious, the selfish, the yeah. reckless. Uh, the third stage... I had before where he's trying. Oh, maybe trying, I did mix them up then. Where yeah. he's trying to get like not even trying to fall in love with the girl. He's trying to sleep with her. Yes. Yes. Because of course he is. Uh, the fourth stage, then the depression where mm-hmm. he tries to uh, make in toast in the tub and yeah. jumps in front of a <laughs> like it is funny how they make scenes like that funny. Right. Because it isn't funny. No. It's very serious, but it is funny in that context of the movie. And how they do it where, and this is the same with one of the other movies we'll talk about, is they try to kill themselves and they just wake up the next day. Yeah. When you think it works and then you're back in the same day. you're back. All over again. Um, And then the fifth stage is realizing that he can make a change in the development. Although... For, like, most movies, I would say he didn't really develop that much. Like, I, I don't know how much he really learned. Yeah. He like, did in the end, though. Like, like he, in the very, very, very end. Yes. Yeah. It took every every possible second for him to learn not to be how, a terrible person. Do we know how many times he went through it? I don't think they ever say, eh? No. But no. I, I think that's kind of the cool, like, leave mm-hmm. it up to, because Our, he went through all these stages, like, to me, it could have been hundreds, could have been thousands of yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Until he finally well, learned his lesson. I, I thought it was funny, too, in the beginning when he steps in that puddle. Remember, he sees the homeless guy, and then he sees his old... It's not even a friend, but the guy who sells insurance or whatever. And then he steps off the curb into that huge puddle. I mean, he did that like so many times. And I was like, buddy, you're living the same day over. Like, stop putting like stop stepping in the puddle. Like, right. So I I just thought that those were funny. Like it did take him a long time. He was not a fast student no, of this it, game. It did show his inability to learn because yeah. even even with the girl, it didn't matter how many times he got slapped in the face. He just kept doing the same things. And he kept thinking like, if I know everything about her, she's going to like me. And it's like, it's not about that. And once he kind of let that go and then, you know, he learned how to play the piano and he was like doing the little concert and he, you know, then it started like, you know, it wasn't, yeah, he wasn't trying to be someone he wasn't which is what he was trying to do with her in the in the beginning. So I don't know. It's see, that's a fun movie. Not that I need all my movies to be fun, but it's it's fun and cute. It's not it's not a movie that has not done been done before. Do you have more that you want to say? Uh, yeah, a couple more things. Um, he doesn't care about anybody else, even when it's people checking in on him. Yeah, like people want to see if he's okay. Right, and he still just pushes them to the side yeah. like they're nothing. And I also like the uh, kind of compare and contrast that his name, Phil, the same name as the, the groundhog, yeah. the Foxitoni Phil, um, and everybody loves the groundhog. Everybody wants to check in on the groundhog, make sure it's okay, and no one cares about him. But yeah. it's because he doesn't care about anybody else. Right. Yeah. I and I like- and I do like his last, um, you know, how he ha- kept having to do the, what, the report or whatever, right? And, like, the last one was so good. Like, he just, the way he worded everything, like, sometimes he'd show up and he'd be like, yeah, I don't know, Groundhog, blah, blah, right? And he would just be, he wouldn't care and put any effort into it. And then the last one, he really, like, he made it very um, sweet and, like, very about the town. And, yeah, it was cute. I feel like because this was, I mean... I watched this movie at some point of school, like it might have been high school, but yeah. um, I feel like I watched it with much more of like a 
like not as much of a comedy as oh, it's okay. supposed to be like i feel like i looked at it as more like i'm just frustrated with him oh okay even though i i think this might be my favorite bill murray performance Ugh, no way lost in translation is one of the best movies ever made come on well i said mine <laughs> i know but i want to argue about it <laughs> it could be our debate <laughs> we could we could bring back debates i know we can never think of ideas though no um that might be a one bill murray <laughs> bill murray whole episode on him um yeah that's all i got because now it's just the the classic movie about a time loop because now this this was the original and now movies have found their way to kind of copy and change up the format a little bit so let's but i have to say out of all of them i read groundhog day is the best and the only one that comes close to it is palm springs like palm springs did a really good job I like surprised me how much I liked it because I don't like this concept of a movie I don't find it entertaining now I did get Edge of Tomorrow which I've never seen it's Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt so mm-hmm. I'm like I added that to my I need to watch list um, Before I Fall Looper Happy Death Day Source Code those are some of the ones I had and it's it's a hard it's just a hard um, movie plot for me I, I don't gravitate towards it, I have to say. The thing that Palm Springs did really well is that they picked such an important day to start living over and over again. Yeah, like the, the wedding. The wedding day. Yeah. And just the different scenarios of a wedding. I just thought it was good because it was this special event that we just kept living over and over again. And that were there these different things that happen. He catches his girlfriend cheating. He uh, grabs the mic and does a speech like he just used all of those opportunities to just try different things at this wedding yeah yeah and even like the bride like in the morning like trips on the like around the swimming pool and loses like her two front teeth yeah they just they did such a modernized version where it feels like the closest thing we have to groundhog day because it's so funny yeah that's a funny one and it also has heart too like it has it does have a bit of emotion in it and it's but it's yeah it surprised me how much i liked it like i'm I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say it's better than Groundhog, but I think they're pretty close to me. Like they're pretty, I don't know. If we're ranking them, to me, they're one, two. Like yeah. ranking time loop movies. I also had Looper just because it's, it's one of those movies that like, I didn't really love it, but yeah. like I just appreciated what they did and yeah. having Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Bruce Willis do that. Right. Yeah. Happy Death Day, I've never watched, but it just, the Bef- concept to me is just the worst. Yeah. Before I Fall, I have seen it's like a... I think it's Zoe Deutsch. Don't quote me on that. But it's her and she dies in a car accident with her friends. And then she just keeps reliving the day over and over until she doesn't. She she does. But it's like she tries to save her friends. I don't know. It's the same idea where you got to grow or you got to whatever. But she still ends up not living. Happy death there. I would be interested to watch just to see what the twist is, like how it actually happened. Right. But to just like someone's just killing you on your birthday. They're doing, yeah, a, they're doing a second one. Or they no, already did a second They sec- already did, I think, because I looked it up and it said Happy Death Day 2, and I was like, whoa. A couple of more I saw on there was like Donnie Darko. I did too, but I feel like those were time, tra- it has to do with time travel or time Even jumping. Even the, the butter- not nece- butterfly effect. Yeah, not necessarily the same day over. It's yeah. just about jumping through time. So you had to, I had to be try and be really careful with what wording I used of, of the time loop mm-hmm. of repeating. Yeah. Um, I also have one that I have to do a quick Google search because I have a controversial one. Oh, okay. Um, so there was this Netflix movie um, that 
actually copied another concept. Okay. So this movie, Two Distant Strangers, um, it was... Now I can't think about who was in it, but there was a YouTube video that someone that actually it was a girl from like another show that I had seen and it was Groundhog Day for a black man and it was a guy getting pulled over by the police and no matter what he did uh. he just he got shot he killed whatever but mm-hmm. rebeating the same day over again this movie then copied um copied that idea sold it to Netflix and it was uh now I can't think about what his name is but it's just these Literally these two guys. Um, I do remember this. I remember having a conversation about this and like talking about talking about this, but I don't remember. So yeah, Joey Badass and Andrew Howard are like the two, uh, probably because I told you about some of the, uh, they won, they won an Oscar. Oh yeah, yeah, they did. Because it was uh, Trayvon Free and Martin Desmond yes, Rowe. Yes, yes. And then it was some of the people that like had produced it that I was like, oh, I know, I know who that is. Right, right. Um, so it's interesting that that one again taking the concept from Groundhog Day and making it not only modern but very important. Yeah, very relevant. A very great idea, but then it's also is it still a great idea because it mm-hmm. kind of looks like you copied this other video and just made it a bigger like budget for it, pretty yeah. much. Bigger yeah, bigger names with it. Yeah, that does make it it's tricky right because it's like that it's it is a really important topic and it's good to have it out there but you can't copy other people's art right mm-hmm. i don't know yeah it's, that's a dicey that's a dicey line um i'm i'm good you got any more I'm, time loops i don't want to play you don't want to you don't want to rank all the time loop movies <laughs> no i don't top <laughs> 10 time loop movies <laughs> i have two <laughs> time loop show episodes oh yeah i saw that too um so let's get into one's gotta go your favorite game you can never contain your excitement i know and i'm just you know what it is with me in this game is i want to think about it and i don't want to but i hate dead air for people like it's so boring for them so i but i want to think about it and you know that's where i get that's where i get myself all stressed and then i think about it all night Oh. And then I want to call you and I, or I want to be like, let's re-record just that one <laughs> just part. That one part. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to be good this time. I'm just going to make decisions and that's the way it is. And I can't people please. And I can't think of, I'm just thinking for myself. Yes. And it, but you also, we need some comfort. I don't want you to just have a snap answer. No, 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 I want no, you to... no, 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 for sure. But I'm saying, I'm going to try not to have like dead air of just me, like wanting this game to end. <laughs> <laughs> I'll also tell you that whatever whatever we did last time I went easy so I'm I'm coming I'm coming, coming. a bit harder this time. I know I feel like mine's going to be easy. Who wants to go first? You can go first. Okay. Uh my first my first again, you know me, I put categories on everything so yes. it makes it more fun. Yes. I went with classic tennis superstars. Okay. The so, whole thing is? No, 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 just the just one. The, okay. Just this say, one. Okay, okay. Uh so we've got Justine Hennon. Yeah, she's my favorite. Yeah. Uh, Martina Hingis. Oh, no. Martina Hingis was my favorite. Yep. And Kim Clijsters. Oh, no. I forgot about Kimmy. I love Kimmy. I love Clijsters. So this, again, will fall into... This is where, if anybody knows about tennis, you fall into the 2000s era of yeah, fandom. Yeah, I do. But I do... You do still, I'm not saying because I asked you earlier because I was going to do, I was going to throw the two Canadians at you. I was going to do Bianca, Layla Fernandez. We don't have to talk about that here, but, and then you're naming some of the other people you like. And I'm like, 
But no one, if I say Bianca and Layla, you're not going to be like, oh, no, I'll get rid of one of them. Yeah. No, not right now. National that's pride. Tr- no, yeah, that's true. Um, Go Fernandez. She's playing tonight in the semis. Um, Okay. Um, Okay, Kleisters. Kleisters. Hingis was always, like, my favorite player. I loved watching her play, but Kleisters was always my favorite, like, on and off. You know, like, there's something about her interviews and just how she presented herself as a woman. I really, a woman, uh, like a female athlete. I really appreciated Justine Hennan. She is, I mean, that girl is so fierce to watch play and she won. Oh God. She was just so fun to watch, but I think, I think it's going to have to be Hennan. Oh, I just felt like I was going to vomit in my mouth. Um, <laughs> I have a lot of fun with this game. I know. It just, I, and it's, I also feel like it's a bit mean, which I have a hard time with. But I know it's not mean and like, we're not trying to be mean. We're just saying like, yeah, I just don't think I could give up Hingis in that time. And Kleister's to me again on off. She's just, she's pretty special. Yeah. And the whole point of this game, if, if anyone thinks we're being mean, is we're picking stuff that each other like, like really like. And yeah. it's to challenge how much do you really like it? And it's not like you like any of those tennis players less. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Thank you, Jack, for talking me down from that one. You're welcome. Okay. I'll be good next time. Okay. um, My number one, I'm going to start with... I. I'm going to go out of order, but it's okay. It's different. It's a different kind of category. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. TV, movie theaters, social media. Hmm. Uh, I do like this idea because it does make it very broad. Okay. Let me break this. So TV, it's hard to get rid of TV. I mean, not only are there good shows out there. I'm imagining this also counts like streaming service shows. Yeah. Okay. So not like just cable. Either way, it's I'm not really gonna get rid of TV because yeah, it's just sports. Thought about it. I was like, I should have done YouTube, movie theater, social media. Okay, no, I'll uh, just uh, movie theater again. Just experienced it again. The only thing against it is that you have to pay to go every time. Like, not and you saying, have to go at the time. Yeah, like there is a select time. Social media is just kind of always what's not always what's been around me, but pretty much since like high school yeah. is what I've known and taken a lot of my time especially with like tiktok like mm-hmm. you could watch it for 10 minutes and it's been two hours yep. like it's i know it, you get in a tiktok loop for very <laughs> been watching the same tiktok for 10 minutes um i'll probably get rid of movie theater yeah, just because social media I'm, I'm like it's it's a lot of how i get my like news and yeah. uh tv just sports i know i can't give that up yeah i should have done i should have made that one harder because now once i said it, i was like well i know he's gonna get rid of movie theaters but that's okay i'm just gonna start off easy for you oh that's so nice thank you uh my next category is reality tv stars okay so we've got Kristen cavallari yes rachel kirk connell oh, i love rachel and tyler cameron disclaimer okay. don't know who tyler cameron is <laughs> He was the runner-up of Hannah Brown's season, and he's so cute, and he is just—he's just a good dude. He's actually Matt James's best friend. That's how Matt James became the Bachelor. Anyways, you don't care who then Matt James ended up with Rachel Kirkconnell. I don't think we're playing six degrees of separation. Oh, I was trying to play We should that. actually do that. I know oh that's a... Oh, my God. We totally should. Let's play that right now. Okay. <laughs> <No>. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> um, and then Julianne Kristen Fox. Cavallari. I love her. 
I love her Instagram. I love how unapologetic she is. Like she's just like one of those women that's just like, this is who I am. I don't care if you don't, if you don't like me, whatever. And I love her brand and I love her Instagram. And I, Rachel's so new though. Like Rachel's only come into my life this year. So it's hard to be like, you know, what, what is she going to bring me? I'm not sure. You know what I mean? Like, what is she going to fill for me? Because, yeah. And then Tyler Cameron's like the, he's just, he's cute. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Am I keeping someone because they're cute? Well, yeah, that would be something I would do. That is something that's going to come up later. Ah, I hate that. Can I ask if Sebastian Stan is on any of these? Yes, he's going to be. Okay. Um. Okay, as much as I love him, I am going to get rid of Tyler because I'm all about women power and I love these two women, so... But Rachel is still new in my in my world, so I don't I don't know if she's you know. But I think that Tyler, as much as he seems like a great guy, is just really eye candy. So. And we don't think Kristen Cavallari asked for two million dollars from Jay Cutler. Okay, listen, I'm not going to get into this with you because she has every right to whatever. I don't know what I don't know what their thing is. Their private information is. So. That was just a story I heard. And again, a story, quote. An article? Was it a real article? <laughs> what, is it a fake article? Well, there is. I mean, I'll try to find no, this article. No, don't. Don't. Jay Cutler. Don't. Move on. Jay Cutler. I'm looking it up. Don't. It's so boring for people. I don't, I don't think it is. I think that um, everyone's going to want to hear about this. Uh, but he was also a football star and he made like lots of money so why is she well she has her own booming business doesn't she well it just started a few years ago give her some time and maybe i don't know here we go uh mm, do we let's let me read you who they're all coming from so there's april 30th 2020 would you like the tmz the us magazine i got the daily mail Let's let's do. Those all suck. Let's I do would us. say Us Magazine is probably uh, your best out of those three, and that's even all right. can be dicey. More money, more problems. Kristen Cavallari accused Jay Cutler of attempting to withhold money from her through their marriage. Um. Uh, new court documents claim that Cutler informed her that his attorney was going to stop her from purchasing this house that she wanted. Yes. Like they were splitting up and she wanted to buy a house and then he wasn't going to help her or whatever. Like when you're married and you split up, you're entitled unless you have an ironclad prenup, you are entitled to money. So I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, See, I don't think I think this backfired on you. I'm just going to say. don't think it is. (laughs) Still still reading through the article. Okay. Um, Is it my turn next? It is your turn next. Okay. Do you want me to go? Yeah, because I'm still just... He was also really funny on the show. Any clips I saw on social media, like when... With Jay Cutler on that show? Yeah. Oh, my God. He was so dry. He was so boring. Do you usually love that humor? I do, but he's, like, different. I liked her. Like, I like... She's sassy, and she's just... You mean you don't want to talk about the haircut when she makes fun of him for getting a haircut? She's like, oh, is that all you did today? And he's like, you making fun of me? Yeah. Listen, we don't know their dynamic. Well, they're not together anymore. So <laughs> clearly their dynamic wasn't good. Okay. My um, category, since you did categories, my category is going to be sports movies as a homage to last week. That's generous to call it an homage. Is that what it is? It is. is. That the wrong no, word? no, no. I just meant like, I don't know if 
Okay. Everyone's going to care. Oh. <laughs> About an homage to last week. Okay. We are Marshall and Dodgeball Miracle. Uh, I feel bad because, like, I know, I know what I'm getting rid of, and it's because when you were talking about the two movies that faced off that you didn't want mm-hmm. to see, I think lesser of one of those movies, and that's the movie you put on that three. Oh, so if you would have been better. Remember, remember the, the Titans, Titans would have been much more of a, okay. a struggle. So remember the Titans, Dodgeball, Miracle. Okay, with that, it makes it a little trickier. Uh, remember the Titans is just like, I know I was going to say you don't like Denzel. I know you're not no, the big, I, no, no, I like him in that movie, in that, in that movie. Um, Dodgeball is just really funny and you get the Vince Vaughn and Ben Stiller play such a good villain and it's such a dumb concept and they have the five D's of Dodgeball and it's like dip, dive, something, dot, like they repeat them right, over right. again. It's just yeah. really funny. Uh, Miracle stays like it's just there's it won the bracket to me so just there's no competition for it it's just to me the greatest sports movie yeah remember the Titans dodgeball because they're so different it's so hard to compare which one I would actually like rather keep watching I think I'm gonna go that dodgeball is the one that has to go because especially football season starts tonight and get 18 weeks Mm. we added a week my favorite i think remember the titans is just a movie like if you just said to me go watch a movie right go watch a sports movie right now or go watch remember the titans or dodgeball i would rather watch remember Remember the the titans Titans. yeah and then watch ryan or not ryan reynolds ryan gosling yeah get exposed not (laughs) a not a not a good performance from ryan gosling on the football field he's a great actor yeah so yeah okay dodgeball thank you for letting me switch i appreciate that you're welcome um my next category is what's gonna be harder let's go let's go with the female power again let's go with female comedians i love it amy schumer Schumer. chelsea handler and retta (gasps) oh my god that's so mean i'm also gonna say this is where i'll reveal how i do these so well i just look through who you follow on instagram that's why i had no idea who tyler cameron was clicked on his profile i'm like hey he seems like like i saw a picture of him and matt and i'm like yeah bachelor guy (laughs) You're on. The, you made it. Because like, think about those. You're up. Think about those three: Krista Cavallari, Rachel, and him. Like, he doesn't really fit that category. Besides, he was just also on reality TV. Yeah, it's a reality. Yeah. I was gonna throw a Boston Rob in there, but ooh, that would have been mean. That would have been so mean. Okay, so Amy Schumer, Chelsea, and Retta. Um. It's so hard because if I base it on Instagram, I know who I'd get rid of. But if I base it on like shows no no okay listen this is not going to be a popular opinion I wouldn't Chelsea would be number one like I would never get rid of Chelsea she's like my favorite um her comedy her Instagram her just her whole being is one of my favorites um and I am so obsessed with Retta Retta is in Parks and Rec Retta is in Good Girls she has one of the funniest Instagrams ever I love Amy Schumer. I love her movies. Uh, Trainwreck. But I can't give up the other two. So it's Amy Schumer's got to go. That was hard. That was a really hard one. That's going to be the one that probably haunts me. Maybe. I think I, I think you I think, think you talked it through enough that you, you yeah, figured it out. I think I because if I think of Retta and not in Parks and Rec and she's not in Good Girls, like those two shows are like 
my some of my favorites and I can't imagine and her Instagram is so funny like you have to follow her and then always watch her stories because she has the same routine every morning she has like this coffee and stuff and she's really opinionated but in a funny way and her book was awesome like I read her book like I really love Retta so that was a toughie though but I'm okay with my decision actually I'm okay I love Amy still now it's I feel not like that I, I don't love her now I feel like I should have put that last Oh, like do you think that was your hardest? I might have been from oh. how much you struggled with that. The other one has a fun. There's two left. I know which one I'm doing next. It's got a fun category. Okay. And the last one's the boys. The boys. Not the show. My Sebastian Stan. Okay, I'm gonna do. Um, these are gonna be called playoffs. Okay. Or, yeah, P- playoffs or finales of sports oh, events. <laughs> Playoff, playoff, I don't know how to finals championships finals. Well, just read what it is because I'm pretty sure it's going to be finals because I I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. I know, but I okay, I'm going to say them and then I'm going to explain something. Super Bowl, yeah. Stanley Cup, yeah. Basketball playoffs, NBA finals, NBA finals. That's what they had. I didn't know what it was called because I was like, "What's the cup?" Technically, they just called the finals, but the finals. So the only problem with doing that with Super Bowl. Is that Super Bowl is like one night, whereas the other ones are like best of seven, best of the, like a whole. They're both best of seven. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, you know what I'm trying to get at. Okay. So this is championships. It's championships. Okay. Super Bowl, Stanley Cup, NBA Finals. Okay. Um, I will talk through each of them. Okay. Super Bowl, it is... It is just, it is the event. It it's is the some, event of it the is, year. It is something that everybody can get excited for. It's, yeah, it's it's one night. You usually watch the first half and then go to bed. I watch the concert. Yeah. yeah. Halftime show. Yeah, I like That's, the concert, guys. And it's in the middle of a football know, it's like, game. It's my favorite part. There have just been so many great moments, and especially my Super Bowl history now. Like, the first one I remember was 2008. I can honestly rattle off every Super Bowl year and okay. what I remember from that game. I don't think I could do the scores, but, like, I just wow. okay. – because it is – yeah, that's what I can't do. But I could tell you every other matchup and significant things that happened in the game. Um, it, it's, it's hard because does the one game add more or less drama – because you've made it to the spot, especially the Super Bowl has this like two week period where all it is is talking about this one game. Mm-hmm. So there's a part of me that thinks maybe it gets a little over, like we talk about it a little too much. Mm-hmm. That we maybe just need to give them just one week in between. Where right. We can do all the media week stuff, but then also you want guys to be rested and healthy. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Cup Finals again. I remember more Stanley Cup Finals than I do Super Bowls. Hockey has always been my sport, and to me, what would take away from the Super Bowl and the one-game thing is, in the Stanley Cup Final, if you get to Game 7, it's a one-game winner-take-all like the Super Bowl, except they've already played six games against each other, and there's so much rivalry, and there's Mm -hmm. always some crazy injuries people have. I always go back to 2011. Patrice Bergeron was playing with a collapsed lung. Oh, boy. Like, and was was fine. Like, he was, like, playing through it. Ooh, I just felt like I couldn't catch my breath. Okay. Yeah, there's hockey is also just a different sport, especially if you watch a regular season game and you watch a playoff game, you just you feel the intensity. It's different. And then the NBA finals, it gets the same thing where if you get to a game seven, you've had these six games against each other and all you're talking about is facing these two. Uh, 
also think a few NBA finals have been better than Stanley Cup finals. Mm-hmm. It's hard to differentiate, obviously, 2019, although don't have many good memories from it because I was always at work. There was there was the championship re- run we saw in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Who was who was their best player? Um, the the guy who left. He did leave. Yeah, so he shot it and it like bounced around the net, you guys, and then it went in and it was so crazy. Kawhi. Yep. Ooh, I knew I could get there if he just gave me a minute. I was gonna say it's also the, now the top two guys have left. Yeah. It's Kyle Lowry's gone. I know. Um. I think my one's got to go with be the NBA Finals. Yeah. I love basketball has like slowly become probably my second or third favorite sport, but you can't like the spectacle of the Super Bowl and just if I'm comparing the NBA Finals to the Stanley Cup Finals, it's just. And Super Bowl, I make really good food. That is true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's more of like you said, it's more of an event, right? Because the although the Stanley Cup Final and NBA Finals are events, it is events that take like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And that's if they play like every other day, which the NBA gives them a couple of days off sometimes, which is a little annoying. It takes the flow out of the series. All right. So back to pop opinions. You asked me the question. <laughs> I know. You're just... getting... Okay. My next one's got to go. The joke show. It's not. It comes out uh, Fridays or Saturdays. We haven't figured that out yet. And Tuesdays with the okay. NFL NFL season starting. Oh, we have, to start got... our, we have to start our eliminator pool too. Oh, fun. Okay. I'm excited to see you tie and then complain that you're not winning yeah um can i vote can i vote on on sunday can i do my my yeah. ticket oh fun i love i love doing that it's such a f- it, it, i don't I, think I, I can do it though why i think i'd have to go into town oh right i was like why cottage i can make a ticket for you if you tell me who like you would do like point spread oh i don't know about that i like just picking winner and loser yeah. or just winner I winner could, winner yeah just winners it's just easier for me yeah i, don't I mean know. I could, i've never understood point spread i never will i could like explain it to you explain no, like, explain just what i want you to do oh yeah yeah you could do that i'll do that for you thank you maybe depends how much nicer you are okay, okay. go ahead uh my next category second last category the jennifers okay no again via your instagram we got Love Hewitt, mm-hmm. Aniston, mm-hmm. Garner. No. Do I not follow Jennifer Lawrence? Uh, I don't think. I don't remember seeing it. Oh, maybe she doesn't have Instagram, actually. Probably not. She doesn't seem like that type. Okay. Aniston, Love Hewitt. Garner. Garner. Okay. So this is my thing. Love Hewitt. Um, she's on 911 now and she was on Party of Five, which was like one of my favorite shows when I was younger. Uh, you're missing Ghost Whisperer. Yeah, Ghost Whisperer. I watch that too every Friday night when I clean the house. I put Ghost Whisperer on. So crazy. There's just something about her energy I've always really liked. It's pretty positive and happy. She just had a baby actually yesterday. Her third baby. Just FYI in case people want to know that. Aniston is friends. So, I mean, it's just... It'll just like never happen. And Garner is alias and I love her Instagram and she's just joy and sunshine to me, which is really fun to have on Instagram. She has her fake cooking show and she's, she gives a lot to the community. She's always like putting stuff out like, Oh, please donate to this. Or this is the charity I'm working with. I really love that about her. So I think, think i get rid of love hewitt that was as yeah. uh, as you're about to say it i think that was my guess that it yeah. seemed like you talked yourself into it yeah 
I don't think I can get rid of the other two Jennifers. I'd be interested to know if anyone would actually understand why the Jennifer is a good category. I don't feel like saying why, but just I wonder if anybody would get my, my little double entendre joke. Right. <laughs> yep. All right. You're second last. Okay. Mine are cartoon TV show dads. Okay. So we have Peter Griffin. Mm-hmm. Rick. Just, yeah. I don't know what his name is. Sanchez. Rick Sanchez. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. And Stan Smith. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Family Guy, Rick and Morty, American Dad. Yes. Um, I don't want to say this one is easy just because. Oh, is that easy? A little bit just because. Um, so Peter, obviously, is like the star. Of, it's funny to say star because he's a cartoon, but like is the funniest part of Family Guy. Rick is just like the mastermind behind Rick and Morty. Stan from American Dad is just like he's more. He should be more of a secondary character because he's not that funny, although it is American Dad. They've kind of steered some stories away from him oh okay just because he's not as like funny of a character like he's a little more like serious and straight edge okay so i'd i would get rid of stan oh, okay boo that one was too easy mm. sorry all right no i like to make it hard i like to make it challenging for you so that you feel like you're gonna cry or something oh <laughs> i don't i don't know if i would care that much but i, I feel like you might I feel like i'm gonna get a text in the morning like I want to change this. I want to change that. Put it in the description that I, you actu- I actually picked this. <laughs> that would be something I would do. It just sounded weird coming out of my mouth. Yeah, right. <laughs> I meant to say Garner. Right. I meant to say Aniston. Never. No. Happy right. with that decision. All right. You ready for my last category? Yes. Last question. Last one's got to go. It's just hot guys. Okay. I love my hot boys. Obviously, Sebastian Stan. Obviously. Obviously, Charlie Hunnam. Okay. And just to just to break your heart a little bit more, no. how would you not? How would a guy who has an Instagram name that talks about gypsies not be a part no. of your three? And for those who don't know, it's Jason Momoa. Momoa. So Jason Momoa, Charlie Hunnam, Sebastian Stan. Oh God, those are really cute boys. Okay, Sebastian Stan is you know Bucky. We have Marvel. He's our Winter Soldier. Charlie Hunnam, Sons of Anarchy, what a just, I mean, what a dreamy, dreamy man. And then he also did The Gentleman, which I really liked him in that movie. Mm-hmm. He's so really good in that. Yeah, so he's done other things. It's not just Sons of Anarchy. Jason Momoa, you have Game of Thrones. I've never seen Aquaman, but. It's not good. Okay. And he's really, I like his charitable side too. Like he's really big on like everyone should have water. That's his big charity is like water. Fresh, wow. Like everybody has Oh, nerd. Yeah. Everybody should drink. Everyone should have clean drinking water. <laughs> I know, right? How outrageous. It's crazy. And he's also about environmentally friendly stuff, like not having plastic water bottles, which I really, really appreciate a lot. So it's hard to take that. And God, is he ever a specimen. That is a well done. Well done. Whoever designed that. Woo. Um, oh, my gosh. I can just see all their little faces right now, and I'm just trying to think of what to do. I mean, it's going to break my heart, and I feel like I might vomit a little bit, but I'm going to get rid of Charlie Hunnam. That's what that was my guess. No. That was really fun. I say we just keep talking about this. So, Charlie, if you're listening. Yeah, can you imagine? (laughs) No, that's so hard. Yeah. Are you actually crying? No, oh. I'm not crying. 
eye. Like wiped your eye, and I'm like, oh, I didn't. Don't mean to hurt your feelings that bad. No, no, no. Just brink of tears. Just that's, oh, that's okay. my goal. Just so yeah. No, I think um, just so like it takes you like 10, 15 minutes extra to, re- to fall asleep to, to recover when yeah. I'm thinking about the three boys all lined up. Yeah, or the comedians. Yeah, the, the Jennifers. Comedian. Yeah, the comedians. That's another toughie. I threw a couple softballs. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, right. sorry, the doggy. Okay, barking at us. The like, last <laughs> looking like at she us. was looking at me and barking. <laughs> okay, my last one is I don't know what you call them. They're like your YouTube people. Sure. Yeah. Okay, Joe. You know I can't say his name. Senegato. Yep. You said it really slow, but you did get it right. Okay. Steve Dangle. And then I just put the ringer. <laughs> that, does not, what? that does not count. Okay. Um, Phil Simmons? Sure. Um, <laughs> I know you've asked me similar with some similar people. How about you just put the whole ringer? I know. I was just like, and the ringer. Um. Okay. I'm I'm going to throw a curveball out there because I usually don't get rid of this person, but I haven't been watching them as much, at least some of their new stuff. Um, Steve Dangle, been watching for years. Same with Joe. Bill, every every Monday, I always listen to his podcast. Cousin Salad's great. Um, even just when they talk about their families, like it's just so funny, the stuff they're going through, especially now their kids are a little older, like they're old both their eldest are getting their driver's license and stuff there's a lot of stuff with that right um i think i'm gonna have to get rid of joe oh yeah yeah it's usually not the one i get rid of but just the stuff he's been doing recently like he has a new podcast co-host who is still really funny but i just don't watch it as much yeah yeah so yeah get rid of joe and steve dangle you met when you met Meghan markle that was the same night no uh Meghan markle i met during the 2016 NBA playoffs, I was at a Raptors Miami Heat game and went to like this exclusive box, which was not not prepared for that. And yeah, she was in there, took a picture with her. Steve Dangle was. I wonder if she was with Harry then. No. Mm, oh. It was still like suits time, so oh, okay. I don't, so I don't now, think yeah, so. She, yeah. Um, and then Steve Dangle, I met at the World Cup of Hockey, mm-hmm. which again was because of the same friend. Fu- funny enough. Um, it was the World Cup of Hockey game two. He was sitting in a box. I was sitting in a box. Felt very fancy. And yeah, I met him and his wife. And I even got some people to leave him alone. Like after they had taken pictures and were talking with all of us, I was with someone else and they were like talking to him as we were like in the same elevator. I'm like, hey man, just like, yeah, be he, cool. he he did what he had to do. Just be cool. let him and his wife be, especially his wife's very, it's like she's a teacher. Like she's not like a presence. Yeah, yeah, right. Also had a baby. Aw, fun. I'm like... I mean, like a year ago, but well, still, still, it was cool. It was cool to kind of like see people that I've watched for quite a few years yeah. have these like life experiences. Yeah, no, it's very exciting for sure. All right, well, besides the boys and the comedian, I don't know. I would call myself. I know we don't call. I know we don't claim winners, but I think I won that. Yeah, no, you definitely won that. I won last time, but you definitely won that time for sure. All right, let's pick our next movie. Oh, okay. you almost just threw one. I know I did. Okay, and I'm going to pick number seven. Leon? Oh, is Leon. that Leon Professional? Yeah. That's um, uh, Natalie Portman in one of her first movies. He play- She plays like, uh, well, she's a little kid, and then she- it's like a hitman type thing. Oh, that's that sounds like a really pleasant movie. No, it's really good. It's really, really good. Like, he plays 
the guy, I can't remember his name now, but he plays the hitman and then he become, you know, he takes her in and stuff. It's good. And it's her first movie. You got to watch it. For real. Is it shuffling? Good. Like it's getting low, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to scratch off a bunch because I don't know. Uh, number 31, that is The Shining. No. Wow, that is, we are on a journey. I was going to say, if you don't want to, you don't have to. No, it's fine. I can do The Shining. I can do, I can do it. He just goes crazy. Yeah. Good old, I was about to say Johnny Depp. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Didn't even, I got one initial, right? There you go. So yeah, go see, go see Shanti. It is very good movie. Okay. Simu Liu. Watch, start watching Kim's Convenience too. Those are, it's funny then to compare and contrast how. Good a, of an actor. Yeah. A CBC show to a Marvel superhero. Hey, we're, CBC is pr- rocking, man. Like they're doing some good stuff now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I think that's all we got. Case, anything else? Nothing else. All right. And besides that, we'll see you next time. Bye.